Hey, hey there, business owner. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Evolution Podcast. This is our weekly episode, and I'm so happy you are here. Let's get started. Andy Berger, how are you? I'm fantastic. It's so excited to see you again. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad you are back. We yes. are welcomed by Andy Berger, author, right? And founder of Climb for Hope. You were on the podcast. Oh my goodness. I don't have the notes in front of me. It's in the blurb, but earlier, January. what was it? January? January. Let's say January. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And now awesome. the world has opened up more so, right? You know, just literally and figuratively, it's just, it was January was so dark, so cold, you know, you couldn't quite touch the vaccine yet. And now, mm-hmm. you know, most of us have been vaccinated. The days are long again. It's, it's awesome. Right. Oh my goodness. So, so fill us in, fill us in on life since January, any new updates or wins for you that you'd like to share with the audience? How's life? So, you know, both the us are in Baltimore, so we're, we're experiencing the same dreary weather and, and, and same, um, mm-hmm. same, we're in the same geography. So we both experienced the cicadas together and that's right. been, you know, cicadas and, or, and or a butterfly is, I think is, a, is so um, apt for what we've gone through. We've just been dormant, hiding underground, waiting uh, to emerge. And so, uh, you know, after 13, 14, 15, long, long, difficult months of, of being dormant, we're all outside, we're playing, we're getting back together with friends. I mean, hugging people, shaking yeah. people's hand, hello. It's it's so refreshing. So that, that alone in itself has been fantastic. I agree. That's a really good analogy. I really, I yes. really agree. People in other areas might not under, understand the cicada and the voracious appetite for eating and other activities, but yeah. um, it's certainly been apt for you and I. Absolutely. How's so, the book? Um, the book has been great. Um, thanks for asking. Um, you know, I think it, we had just come out um, last time that we had talked, and that's been awesome also because people are like, that is really cool. And we discussed carrying a flag is, is a, is a kind of a metaphor for making sure that you've got your, in your pack going to the summit, your flag that says, you know, your, your goal on it and what, why you're climbing. Um, but it also, it's a metaphor for purpose, making sure your purpose is with you at all times. It's so much easier to get to your summit, to your goal, to your destination, if you're carrying that flag. And so I've been writing about that and, and I talked about my personal mission was always to take it by the disease uh, because mm-hmm. of my health, my love, the challenges my loved ones have had. So I've, I've developed a sub-purpose, but then it's just helping people understand the need for a purpose for your business, mm-hmm. for your personal life, for your family, and for your nonprofit organizations. Mm-hmm. It's been so powerful for me. I've opened up so many eyes on people's personal lives and their businesses. And so I've gotten a couple of great, I don't want to call them consulting, they're more like fractional work. I'm like a, a part-time employee for a number of startups going, you know, we're startups, we can't bring you on full-time yet, but this is such important stuff. So for example, uh, Ryan Snacks brought me on as director of mission yes. of their organization. So like, because you know, they become a mission-driven organization. Like we're all about creating um, snacking better for people yeah. on the planet. So that's something that I'm helping them. And it's, we're baking that into everything that they do. It's not oh, just on the wall, but it's, it's what they're doing. So I'm speaking now 
people are going, oh my gosh, you know, let's let's get these get-togethers now. I'm talking about being a cicada or a butterfly. What are we going to do right. on the side of this pandemic? We don't want to be the same person that we went in. Let's be changed and different and better when right. we come out as butterflies. Yes. So uh, I've been speaking, doing some fractional work for places like Rhine and Rare Earth Adventures uh, out in Portland, which is an expedition guiding company. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. And I think that that is such an important point. And honestly, a very common theme universally, you know, globally, that everyone has has been talking about is I don't want to live my life the same way that I lived prior to the pandemic. You know, for as exhausting and overwhelming and scary as, you know, that chapter that we went through, a lot of people had really good aha moments. A lot of people really enjoyed in an odd way, that time, that depth mm-hmm. with their family, that depth to, to, to go yeah. through different emotions, right? That's a huge win. That's great. Yeah, and that's why I kind of, in my mountain climbing um, uh, stories and parallels, really work with so many different things. And certainly with this thing, you know, like we talked about being uncomfortable, being uncomfortable, being stuck mm-hmm. in this pandemic, unable to hug people and touch people and the kids stuck uh, away from their friends made mm-hmm. us so much stronger. We're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize what I can endure. If I can endure this for 15 months, I can do, you know, X, Y, Z. So true. So true. So tell us about, um, those are some great wins, honestly. So tell us about any current challenges that you're seeing in the marketplace, any current challenges that, you know, you've been seeing as life has kind of opened up and you're national. So how are you managing that? So I think, um, I think um, you probably hear a lot of this um, is that, you know, it's like that train that's all of a sudden starts going and it pulls, but it's like it gets pulled back again because, um, you know, it's the, all the weight behind the train. You just can't take off. It's got the start, all the weight behind, all the cars are holding back that train. And similar when you're mountain climbing, right? The first guy takes off on the rope. You can't get going until the second guy moves because, you know, you can't, you can't pull on the rope. There's so much pent-up demand out there. Oh, my goodness. You've got to be seeing it as well. Every, every one, one of my clients is like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. But they can't get the other cars moving fast enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got this amazing um, women of color uh, company called Laura Tush, which makes sustainable bamboo toilet paper. And, oh, my God, so many people want it. But guess what? You know, get in line in China to get on the boat. They can't get the products on a boat right, right. <laughs> back here. And so it's like, ah, we have all this demand. We have all these people who want our product, but they can't get it. Um, right. You know, rare earth is like, people want to be outside. They want to book these adventures. Like, I'm sick of being inside. Let's go. But right. You just can't find enough mountain guides out there to get these trips going. So right. good problems, but that's what's going on out there. Well, it's interesting how you just touched on two severely different companies, one a product-based, one an experience-based, you know, delivery uh, of services. And, you know, everyone's having that same issue. And and that's a really good way to, like, look at it is is that 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 huge train, right? It's just, it's like, ready to go, ready to go, ready to go. But it's like such a slower start, such a bigger pool than it used to be. Right. So what's your advice to companies like that? You know, I'm allowed to ask you a question. So I was going to, ah, how do you deal with that? So yeah, um, that's at the end. <laughs> mine's, I do have a different question for you too. Um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's you know, so we're we're hiring as fast as we can in, in terms of um, uh, 
at, at rare earth. And I think it comes down to communication with your clients. It's like, guys, we're waiting for a bug. It's coming. And then, then people are understanding. If you get, you know, if you're not honest and truthful with them, oh yeah, we'll have it, we'll have it delivered tomorrow, then you're in trouble. And so mm-hmm. you have to deliver expectations to your customers that yes. you know we, we have it it's it's scheduled to be on a boat and it'll be here soon and everyone i'm not dealing with the, with the clients but their their clients are all being relatively understanding because unfortunately everyone's going through it yes everyone knows the the status of yeah. of you know this pent-up demand for sure so people when- are going, we want to pivot we want to be in this business mm-hmm. that is relying on all these train cars in China that mm-hmm. have to make the product, that have to get it on the boat, and then have to clear it through customs. And so, I'm I want to do something U.S. based that's faster, so people are looking at doing business differently than they were. Right, before. that's right. In fact, I just prior to to this um, live show, I just recorded a, an Entrepreneur Express tip for the podcast, and it was all about when you grow, your systems break. Right, yes. that growth, right. that feeling of growth of like, ah, it's not working. It's not working with yeah. frustration. It's actually the feeling of growth, right? So when you grow, your systems break, and you need to rebuild them and look at them with a different lens. And it's good that that company that you're consulting is really questioning all of that. You know, do we want to pivot? Do we want to look somewhere else? Do we need to do it this way? Why are we doing it this way? All of those questions are just so important right now. Right, and they're not. You know, it's, it's one thing like one one company is okay. I'm growing, but it's it's everyone's growing, so everyone has the problem. Like yeah. at Rare Earth, we ordered you know uh, meals, uh, ready-made meals. You just add water to. Okay, we want you know, hundred three hundred meals. Oh, but we can't get you the vegan ones because there's supply issue on that. So mm-hmm. even if we could find the guides, there's so many different supply chain issues mm-hmm. that it's really hard to kind of plug all those holes. Yes. Yes. I, I know that. And I live it and I breathe it way oh, sure. by the minute, by the second. Okay. So my last question for you is what opportunities are you really seeing out there for you personally in your business and your mission? Yeah. So, you know, I, I help, I'm helping Rind out, which is, mm-hmm. you know. And explain what Rind is for those Rind is, who uh, R-I-N-D. Yes. Yes. Am I allowed to get up in my chair? Yeah. Go, of course you can. You can do whatever you want. Rind makes a, a dried fruit snack um, yes. that's uh, all natural, has no preservatives, no mm-hmm. sugar. It's just dried fruit. And are so, they chewy or are they crunchy? I haven't tried them yet. So they're, these, uh, th- this is chewy. The current line is chewy. Okay. And they're working on a chip. Uh, oh, nice. Crunchy. I like the so, chewy ones. They're, yeah. I can't wait to try them. This stuff in the chewy one. So the, the name, we keep the rind on. So that's where the okay. antioxidants and the fiber are. And also, it doesn't wind up in the landfills. Right. And those are vegan, right? Vegan as well. Awesome. All vegan. Awesome. So it's, yes, it's a great um, dairy-free, vegan mm-hmm. option for people. It's convenient. So back to my mountain climb, you just to talk, toss them in your pack and right. it's really convenient to go. And, and it's healthy. So I, I buy into their mission, right? So it's if, it was, if I was pushing some sugar-laden product, I, I wouldn't sleep at night. But mm-hmm. our my mission is aligned with their mission. So mm-hmm. I've been studying you know, this thing a lot. And so how do we? How does Ryan get me excited? We'll make sure that my mission aligns with theirs. And so when that works, I'm a dedicated person because yes. I have 
ownership, not necessarily equity, but ownership of what gets put out in here. Yes. I love sustainable products and I love healthy products. So I, mm-hmm. I really buy into their mission, which is mm-hmm. a perfect fit for me. So it's kind of, it's awesome that I can help the healthy product, but help them be a mission driven business. So yeah. I, I win on two areas with these guys. It's great. Yeah. And Andy, that's one thing I, I really admire about you is on your personal evolution, you really have narrowed in and stayed so true to your internal beliefs, your values, your core values. And, you know, that we always say your your path and your past has a purpose and a reason right? We might not understand the time, but for where you are now, right? And it really serves you well. So kudos to you. A lot of people really tend to get away from that. And you've really, you've really made that one of your top priorities is making sure that it's something that you are so personally committed and owning and, and tied to. So that's really admirable. Thanks. Thanks for that. Appreciate Mm -hmm. that. So now you get to turn the tables on me and you get to ask me anything, interview me anything, question whatever you got. I don't know what you're going to say. It's like one of those like uh, <laughs> donkey booth contests. I can feel it. All right, God. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a gotcha question. I'm not trying to, um, to nail you, but it's, it, it's a problem that I keep seeing. Okay. And that, um, you know, I'm working for all these startups and everyone's virtual because they have to be. Uh-huh. Um, because of the pandemic. So mm-hmm. we're, some of them are hybrid and starting to come back, mm-hmm. but the other ones are like, the, the, you can't put the genie back in the bottle because they've hired people in San Diego and Chicago and right. uh, Baltimore and New York. And so you, there's no way we're gonna have an office. Exactly. And so how does a startup, how does a startup that, that, that's brand new with no traditions, no mm-hmm. culture, no mm-hmm. st- stories and uh, sense of history how do they create all that because that's all oh, that's you know it's so important right it's not just about making a product and putting it in the pouch and getting it on shelves it's about shared mission it's about right. shared culture it's about shared traditions and establishing mm-hmm. traditions at a startup if you don't have that it's so hard um in a virtual world to create that. Just give me quick, one quick example. So, okay. you know, my friend Mark Jankowski had us all write on rocks, mm-hmm. you know, what we wanted, we needed to be. That's good. One word yeah. we wanted to be. And I, this yeah. is, this rock is five, six years old and it's on my desk and I touch it, it come to work every morning to be purposeful. Mm-hmm. Well, no one can do that ritual, right? That's because mm-hmm. I got I, they can't see my desk. Right. So as leaders, as managers, more around young, more entrepreneurial, you know, the IBMs and other companies have that. Mm-hmm. As you hire virtual people and, and and people that come and go even, how do you create that, all those important aspects I was talking about, culture, shared yeah. mission, yeah. Uh, and all that in a virtual world? Right, right. When everybody's just kind of silo lane, you know, trying to do that. Well, that's a really yeah, good question. You know, people are going to be popping in and out, even if, you know, we do go back and have an office. You know, mm-hmm. there's not going to be any office. But even an office that people are popping in and out of, it's going to be really hard. That's a really good question. You know, well, the first to just kind of 
I, I'm going to go to the cultural piece, but my my head automatically goes to the accounting and the legal side and the foundational piece of the business to make sure that the structure is strong. Right. When you have multiple employees in multiple states, make sure you are talking to your accountant because there are different state specifications when you have employees in multiple states from a tax planning purpose. You need to make sure you have your I's dotted and your T's crossed. And a lot of the bigger companies right now, the big, big, big companies I'm talking about, this is going to be a very, very big pain point for them. Okay. It's going to be an expensive thing. I'm sure you've kind of read about it already, but that would be my first kind of side note. But to go to your cultural question, right? It, to take that exercise that you just did with The Rock when you're on a Zoom screen to make it more personable and less formal, what they could do is one simple step of doing Andy-Purposeful in your Google screen name, oh, right? I'm oh so glad I came here. I knew you'd have a solution <laughs> to this problem. Those little oh, things that so you can continue to build rapport. And then what you can also probably encourage is doing one-to-one -one Zoom calls, you know, 15 minutes max, but teeing up the team with like three good opening questions so that they can share about each other. You know, do you, do you have pets in the house? Like where's your, where's, what's your home office look like? And you know, what kind of hobbies do you like outside of work? And just pulling those group zoom calls into one-to-ones um, to really kind of build those outside connections. But then from a global standpoint of the company, the company really needs to have its brand and messaging on point. And that's why marketing firms are so, 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 so busy right now, like yes. maxed out. I mean, everybody's maxed out right now, but, but, you know, really making sure that the owner or the, the multiple owners have that pointed mission clearly outlined and communicated um, and, and present wherever they can and that everything really speaks to that. And they, and that comes from the owner and the partners really living and breathing it as well. Yeah, that was, and again, what so I had might be more organic. Our mission, we were, mission was everything. It was on the walls. It was on, right. it was on everything. So we were, you, you, you didn't need to think about it. It was everywhere. So it's hard mm -hmm. in a virtual world because, you know, you can't put it on the bathroom wall. You can't put it on, you know, right. lunchroom. you can't touch it when you walk in, you know, play like a raven today. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So, you know, there's ways to do that in, in connecting in, and, and having, you know, those kind of pep talk one-to-one -one calls. But on the Zoom calls, I think that it's just a matter of uh, really, you know, starting with the company message if, you, if you're leading them or just making sure that it, it's clear and it's communicated and that everything is really living and breathing it. And, you know, even if you wanted to have like, some fun kind of, you're doing everything virtually for the most part, all these companies are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we're at this, the, the exhibition company, you know, there's a little bit of, there's an office there, but people to grab gear, but basically the guides mm -hmm. don't, never really see each other unless they're going to go to the same right. That's, yes. you know, an old fashioned virtual company. Right. Well, and, and, and leaders really need to, and managers really need to remember that, these Zoom calls, you you don't want ever to, well, as much as you can avoid it, to be them showing up and one person speaking at them, and you know, and not having that open, facilitated, collective kind of grooming of the people, and that's what what is harder to get through Zoom versus 
you know, the the intimate group setting, the the you know, high fives or the the words on the wall, like you said. Right. So I would really just from a from a consulting standpoint, I would pay attention if it's you know, one person that's always speaking up or one person that's always leading the show and really try and breed that or coach that person on the sidelines to breed that type of environment so that that culture really gets to bloom and blossom virtually. Yeah. That makes right. sense? It does. Yeah. It does. Does that help? <laughs> no, those really, I, those were, you know, the counting stuff, I'll pass that along, but that the other stuff is, I love the idea of changing my name. Yeah. Um, I mean, even if, you know, Andy, you know, whatever you're, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, wingman and then uh, purposeful, whatever it is, you know, you could still do so much flavorful things. You could do things like wear your favorite hat on your Zoom call on Friday. Like we need to continue to spice it up. And you're right. Various companies across the United States are still virtual, hybrid or full on in person. It just depends on the size, the, the industry and, and everything. So I'm glad you asked that question. I know that it helped a lot of people out there in the audience. Are you seeing people start to have company retreats now? I, I have seen a couple company retreats, smaller retreats. Um, I've been on site with a lot of teams. Um, generational shifts is a very, very, very um, <laughs> popular topic right now. You yeah. know, I think people are finally done and the younger generation are finally ready to, you know, have that older, older generation be done and out. Yeah. And they're like, okay, let's figure this out. Let's do this. Cause I'm tired. And these, you know, the troops are ready, ready to go. Okay. So that's been, um, a lot of the coaching I've been doing, and I'd say a lot of team development because of that concern that you mentioned is how do we make sure that everybody's still connected and not, and everyone is exhausted. So how do you help our people not be exhausted and right. how do you help them keep, stay engaged and, and try to keep on showing up? And it's, you know, it's really, it's not only that we're, that we're overwhelmed with the work side of things, but also, you know, the, the children's side of things, the family side of things, like, you know, people want to see their parents that they haven't seen in 15 months. Yeah, so, sure. And then you go to the airport and people are in line for three hours trying to just, and then the stewardesses aren't showing up. So it's like all of those different types of things that, yes. you know, it's a lot of still unexpected layers of, you know, but I think that we all do life. There's always a plan B. There's always a plan C. There's always a plan D. There's always a plan E. And you just have to keep on. We just have to keep on being as resilient as we have been and yes. and flexible. Yeah. Flexibility obviously is key, right? You know, mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. think we don't want a fully virtual world anymore. We don't want a fully, a fully in-person world. So right. flexible and make right. it a hybrid. So where can we get some of those rinds? Um, well, obviously in we're in Baltimore, so uh, we, we can get them at Whole Foods, Wegmans, Fresh Market. Uh, but they're these, these guys are crushing it. They're just unbelievable, unbelievable people, awesome. unbelievable business people. So we're on, you know, everywhere from um, uh, you know uh, Airlines in, in LA to Whole Foods in the Northeast. Oh, that's so good. What a good story. Get a good story. Well, if they want to be on the podcast, let me know. That'd be a great. Um, oh my God, they would love it. They're going to talk about the director of mission, how powerful he is. I'm just giving your heads up. Okay, great. Good, good, good. All right, good. And where can we buy the book and find the book? Show that one more time for us, Andy. It's so good. Such a great story. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know if we, you're going to have shown us, but yeah, it's obviously yeah. it's on Amazon. There you go. 
if people don't like Amazon, I've got some small women owned businesses that are selling this as well. So it'd be great. Uh, That's great. Well, it's always, it always warms my heart being with you. I'm glad you're doing so well. Congrats on everyone that you're helping. They are lucky to have you. And I am really glad you were here today. I appreciate your help. I feel like it's, you know, Savarvi. Once you graduate from Savarvi, you do like Survivor in Paradise. And then <laughs> I, you know, I get to the next re next reunion show. This is awesome. I love it. I love Great it. To up and see how, how well you're doing. So thank you for your time. All right. I'll talk to you soon, Andy. Take okay. care. Bye. Wow. What an episode. Did you learn something new? I hope so. I am so happy you were able to be here with us today. I'd love to hear from you. Leave me a review and I will be sure to read it and respond to you. Also, if you'd like to email me, my email address is urock at iEvolveConsulting.com. Hit subscribe and every Tuesday you'll get notification when the next episode drops. We really have some amazing interviews and tips in the future. Anything you need, I'm here for you. I want you to keep your momentum. I want to help you stay accountable. I want you to stay inspired. I want you to evolve. So please let me know what you need and I'd love to hear from you. Take care until next time.